Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome back to the last Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition for the year. Don't worry, we're going to be back next year, but uh, it's the last one for the year. So, again, I have Daniel Garcia joining me. Thank you, Daniel. Hello. Yeah, it's good to good to have you back here in the co-host chair. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, end of the year. So, have you got any New Year's resolutions for us? What are you going to work on? Uh, you this? know, um, well, for tech or personal, for tech, I would say things like, you know, Gavin, you and I have had some really good conversations about DigitalOcean lately. Um, I, that's something I really want to play more with, um, figuring out how that works, um, getting a droplet, just playing around with it. Um, probably more Docker as well. So probably my, my two that I have. How about you, Gavin? Yeah, I've been wanting to really work on one of those all or nothing sort of series for CFCast. I want to do something where you sort of start from scratch and work all the way through. So we've been trying to figure out a, oh, yeah. a good project where we can really do that and, so it'll cover the database design, some migrations, you know, setting up quick models, setting up an API, some code, you know, then use uh, maybe GitHub Actions. I haven't used GitHub Actions before. I've done every other pipeline, it seems. So maybe get <laughs> GitHub Actions set up and, you know, try and get the test running and the formatting and the linting and all those different pieces and then sort of have like a total like start to finish how I would do a project. So obviously that's a big project a lot of work so i want to make sure if i'm doing it it's something that's worthwhile too so it's not going to be just some random demo app i want to try and make something the community could use you know so i've had some ideas and if you guys have any ideas on little projects that we should be building uh let us know and you know i'd like to like to work on that and uh sort of yeah build something out but make it a cf cast series as well so that way if you want to just look at GitHub Actions, you can but if you want to sort of look at the whole workflow we could do that too so that's a great idea yeah, you're right. All those, everything you mentioned is already in the CF cast within different series, but just to do one, like you were saying, I think it's an awesome idea. Yeah. And um, I, thank uh, you for not making a CF pet store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and obviously we've, we've built the whole soapbox Twitter clone and that's part of the cold box zero to hero training. So I don't want to recreate all of that. It'll be something similar, but you know, just different and so it'd be kind of cool to, to have something at the end of it so i said i've got a couple ideas if anyone watching or listening has any ideas that'll be cool too and then we can uh throw it around and figure out what's the the best thing so but yeah so if anyone's in the chat you guys if you tune in and you want to like share with us let us know what your uh, tech revolution resolutions are and uh yeah be kind of good to know obviously brad he better be working on that quick tips and tricks book for command box um that should be top oh, of his list um is, is that a, is that, sorry go ahead no as i say we need to create, create the word doc and put his name on it and put a couple of tips in there to get him started i think so i'm um, careful if you do that though if that's allowed we can just start making up resolutions for each other yeah that i hate trouble. to see what people are gonna yeah i think you're gonna have a few gavin too uh <laughs> it's okay i can put it on the list that i'm never gonna do because you know there's always a few resolutions you don't get <laughs> right <laughs> Or we can, oh, that'd be a good idea, upvote. Come up with resolutions for each other, then let the team upvote, and then, like, sorry, Brad, the team voted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to overrule them. Anyway, so hope everybody had a good Christmas, but uh, let's get into the show. So first, we want to thank our sponsors, 
order <clears> solutions. <throat> They're the makers of Cold Box, Command Box, Forge Box, TS Box, and almost every other box out there. So Yeah, and a few ways to say thanks back to order solutions is to like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube, like you're watching now. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps, leave us a review, which is always, always appreciated. Uh, you can sign up for a free or paid account in CFCast. We're releasing new content every week. Um, just got to go there and got to see what we're doing. And as always, you can buy our book, 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks. And I'll go ahead and post the link on there. And as I mentioned last time, Gavin, I hosted with you. I just read that book and got a lot of good tips and tricks, not just tips, tricks as well. So I can really recommend that book if you're if you haven't already. Yep, I got to put that on my list to read because I haven't actually finished reading that one either. So my resolution list is looking my, like my to-do list pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> but there's uh, another way that we can get uh, support for this podcast, and that is through our Patreon supporters. And uh, right now we have 37 Patreons providing 97% of the funding for this podcast. So uh, that's huge. That means that all of Audis's money, or almost all of Audis's money, can go towards all those other things that Audis does for the community. So we really appreciate you spending your hard-earned money to support us. And patreon.com slash Solutions is where you can find out more about our packages. And at the end, we'll give you a rundown of our Patreon supporters and also some of the perks you get from being a Patreon supporter. So... Okay, so let's get into the news and events. So it is over the Christmas period, so we have a little bit quieter news. But um, the big news is, is that the Log4j vulnerability is still out there. The updates have been released. Um, so Adobe went and released theirs. And on the same day, um, Brad and John worked hard to get the command box images updated. So you can see that we have the, the Adobe CF. 2021 and uh, CF18 have been updated and if you update your command box servers um, do it immediately and you'll get those new secure versions of the Adobe CF. So as again looking at all the mitigations and different ways to do things um, Apache actually announced that that format message not lookups JVM ARG was no longer considered efficient um, so they, they announced that just a week or so ago so basically um, you know Basically, the advice to remove them and everything else is still applicable. So go follow the Adobe updates. Get the update there. Lucy is not covered, but uh, that's sort of the, the big thing there. So if you're using Command Box, update immediately. If you're not using Command Box, do the old school updater immediately. Um, and then, yeah, don't just think a couple of little mitigation steps are enough. But we got some new blog content about this as well. You want to share a bit of that too? Yeah, absolutely. A couple of them here. Um, Adobe's updated releases. They announced that they have released the following updates for the Cold Fusion versions for 21, 18, performance monitoring tools, manager updates. I'm going to go ahead and post that link into the chat. So please, please, please check that out. Also, if you've applied the Cold Fusion updates from Friday, December 17th, Adobe now says okay to copy in the uh, log for 217 jars, and even if they offer you just what you need. Now, this is not the way to mitigate instead of doing the updates, but if it's something you need really quick, that is something you can do. But as yeah. always, any security, let's refer back to uh, Adobe. Yep, for sure. And I think those updates all have the, the, the 2.16 jars in them as part of the update, so that gets you into the safe zone. But then you can put the 17 right on top just to update even more. So I know that... Um, 
there's a couple other things we'll talk about later. Um, people released the, the 16 version of a release and they came back and released the 17 right after because obviously they're they're updating there. But we also had yeah. some previous blog posts too. Uh, so Charlie shared out a lot of these in the previous time we, we talked about it. So Adobe has a blog and an update uh, about this. Um, and then Lucy has a blog post talking how they're not affected. So that's, uh, you know, just good to know there if you're a Lucy user. And then Charlie has a blog uh, on the matter too, so he's posted on the CareHeart site and as well as the Adobe portal. And then there's a few more links about Log4j and the attacks and, and everything. And you've probably heard plenty of it yourself. But so we're we're sharing some of these links here in the the show notes, and Daniel's putting a few of them in the in the chat as well. I'm doing that right now. Sorry, I yeah. I looked up out my window and saw a bunch of snow and was like, ah, snow blind. <laughs> so let me catch up on these links here really quick. Is it snowing right, Gavin? No. <laughs> it had some rain. Oh, it's, I, it's, yeah, we're, we're in the, officially in the desert here. Uh, it, it snowed here twice, I think, in the last 50 years. So um, yeah, and they have like... do. Yeah, so it, it doesn't snow very often. It has okay, to be a pretty big well, storm. You know, with all the crazy weather everywhere, I nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. So who knows? Um, and anyway, we do have some Adobe workshops coming up. Um, we had some announced led by Damien Bruendonks. I hope I pronounced your name right, Damien. Or at least close. Um, we have two dates <laughs> announced. I actually Googled it too to see if I got it right. So we'll see. Um, February 2nd, 2022 and March 9th of 2022. Um, check out those workshops. They should be very good. Yep, they're one day workshops. Um, I'll add the link. I actually forgot to add that earlier. Sorry about yeah, that. And then, um, yeah, they're basically one day workshops. They're in uh, European time. So, just that's something to be aware of. So, you may need to get up early. But uh, this, I think um, he's done three or four of these now. So, they must have good reception and people are really enjoying them. So, it's uh, good to see that they're continuing to provide them for us. So, thanks, Adobe, for that. And thanks, Damien. So, Here's the link, link I'm posting post. it right now. I got it. I got this one here. So. Okay. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So Dan's in the chat saying, so there's a chance of snow. It's kind of funny, Gavin. Um, several years ago in Chicago, I, I'm in Chicagoland where we yeah. always get snow. And one of the local jewelry stores posted an insurance where if it snows in this day, you're going to get a free whatever. And it snowed on that date and it cost them like tens of thousands of dollars. Just crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot, lot safer bit here. That's for sure. So. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've got a little fog this year, which we haven't had in years as well, but not too bad. Okay, oh, so yeah, we had like some, it. yeah, so we had some releases in the last couple of weeks as well. Um, so we had a test box version 4.5 that was released. We had CB Security version 2.15 that was released. And also CFML Spreadsheet released two different versions. Uh, they released um, 3.2.2 and 3.2.3 because they had the, 2.16 log for J and then the 2.17 log for J. Uh, so apparently the PC POI doesn't use this core jar for anything, but um, Julian released them just in case. So uh, if you go grab them off the GitHub repo or through ForgeBox, the latest ones will have those updates as well. Again, no one's found an attack vector for Cold Fusion yet, I believe, but still better be safe than sorry because you will be sorry from what I've heard. So pretty important you got the link for that or i think i have it if yeah you need I, it. I don't think there's uh it's probably just a forge box link here so uh, he has the he usually doesn't post the links he just tells them there's an update and people go to to wherever they got it from oh. to update but let me see 
I just posted one if you want. Oh, okay. Wait. Cool. That's good. Good enough. Okay, right. so next up, we have some CFCast content. So, obviously, our video service, CFCast.com, uh, is available, and we have free and paid subscriptions. And we got some new content out this week. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, just released, <clears throat> we have a Modernize or Die podcast soapbox edition with Luis Mahano. It's the Cold Box Anniversary Edition with John Clausen. Uh, we do have an Orta single video series that we're launching as well. Um, first one here is a CSS animation using transform. So it's, it's exciting. It seems like we're always getting content like every, every week or so new content. So it's fantastic. Yep. So the soapbox episode is available on your podcast tool, or you can go to um, soapbox.modernizerdie.io um, to get that as well. But yeah, this single video series is basically just a bunch of one-off videos we're going to be adding there. So sometimes we'll we'll have different things we want to share, and it doesn't really have a, a whole series. So that's what that is set up for. But yeah, CSS animation using transform. It's pretty cool. So cfcast.com, you see that a lot of them are marked as free. Some of them are not. Um, and so you will have to upgrade to, to get some of these videos, but there's a lot of free content there, which is great. And the subscription is pretty affordable. And if you become a Patreon supporter, bronze level or above, you get one for free. So it's definitely worth looking at doing that. So, okay. So we also have the Into the Box of Town videos coming very soon. I know they're working on getting those edited, polished, and shined, ready to get released. So you'll see those videos very soon as well at cfcast.com. And then if you have any suggestions on what you want to see, um, the support page right there has a form so you can fill that out. and Let us know what type of stuff you guys want to see more of or something new. And then we'll uh, put it on, the, on our list and keep working away. Okay. So next up, we have conferences and trainings. What do we got coming up? <clears throat> well, the only one I'm kind of seeing is, well, the big one is the Vue.js Nation Conference. Now, this is an online event, um, January 26th and 7th. It's free. Um, the call for speakers is still open for another couple of days. Um, Vue.jsnation.com. I'll go ahead and post that link. Uh, but yeah, it's a free online conference for Vue.js. So I would definitely check that out. Yep, it looks like a pretty cool one. Um, again, you can register for free. Just put your email address right here on the homepage for those watching. And then you see some of these speakers. I mean, a lot of these sound really familiar. Um, obviously, they got some of the really big names there as well. And more speakers to be announced. If you want to submit your talk, right here on the homepage. Uh, submit a talk for your call for papers. So uh, it's a pretty cool looking uh, conference. I really wish I could have made it to the, the ones when they had them in the U.S. So hopefully that COVID is changing, shall we say, that uh, some in-person view comps uh, might be in my future. I love working with you. Use it all the time. So hopefully we can uh, get some more of that. And um, if you are looking for more conferences too, we have uh, comps.tech, which is a, a cool little site, which we found a lot of interesting conferences on. So if I share my screen here, you can see there's a bunch of things coming up. You can look for in-person or online. You can see in January 2022, we have CodeMesh coming up, some CodeFreeze, DevX, a couple Linux ones, Python, some PHP, some general security ones, iOS, .NET, and then there's just some DevOps days in Atlanta. Um, so you got one in Atlanta and one in Denmark. So uh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Some of them are online, some of them are in person, but... Uh, start planning out your conferences and a lot of them like i say they're online you can just put them in to fill in your day get a little extra you know a little extra content so comps.tech 
And if you have a conference coming up, you can make a pull request to get yours added. So, pretty neat. Okay, next up, let's talk about some blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And so the first one up we have from James Moberg. And so, I like James. James has got some interesting uh, attacks on different things. He likes to look at something and figure out how can he solve it or, or tweak it. And he's always playing with something fun. So this one here, as you see those watching... Uh, apart from the Log4j library, he hasn't seen any ColdFusion detection libraries yet. Now, I know Brad did something to be able to like scan your jar files and everything, but he's actually trying to attempt to detect and block those exploits coming in. So he's got a link here, and that takes you out to uh, his blog post for more information. But so basically, he's walking through, he's got a bit of code here, trying to detect it actually happening in line so it's kind of interesting so he looks at he's got all the text for all the different possible exploits and and everything so uh, if that's something that's interesting to you go check it out so i thought that was pretty neat and you should you know definitely worth a mention so thanks for sharing that james what else we got well we got a tweet from one of my favorite one of my favorite tweeters tweeters twitter tweet. one of your favorite twits <laughs> okay, Gavin, you said that, not me, Brad. Gavin, not anyway. One of my favorite tweeters, Bradwood. Fusion Reactor transaction names for non box apps. Um, so basically, for non box apps that route multiple pages through a front end controller like Index CFM, like some other frameworks, or maybe at your own homegrown, he's published a demo showing how to customize the transaction name that Fusion Reactor reports for each pages, each of the different pages using the um, Fusion Reactor API SDK. And I'll go ahead and post that because I think otherwise they just come through as index and not the actual page that you're on. Yeah, it just um, comes in as index.cfm. You have the link. And so I'm sharing my screen for those watching. So yeah, it usually comes <clears> in as like, you know, name of the repo slash index.cfm, but otherwise it'll come up as like products page or something like that. And so he has a whole repo here, a whole demo app for you, uh, showing you how it works. And, and then, yeah, the readme file explains it really clearly. So. Again, really thorough, and that's pretty cool for those non-Coldbox users. I know we have a few of them watching, and you know we can't always be running the latest and greatest Coldbox. We've got legacy to support, and this allows you to you know, add some great uh, instrumentation into those older apps too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brad. That's awesome. And then we mentioned already that uh, Adobe had an update to their <clears throat> um, Log4j vulnerability, so we have that link here as well. We won't dive into it too much. Uh, next up, though, we have uh, Fusion Reactor had a blog post um, about the Log4j. What do they say? Yeah, so it's the Log4Shell vulnerability, um, some important info for CF users. So the Fusion Reactor agent does not depend or utilize Log4j, so it's not open to this vulnerability. But in order to protect you and the clients, you must ensure that any other framework library component you use is updated. So like I said, Fusion Reactor, those guys are good. But anything that you're using later Fusion Reactor, you should definitely make sure that you're mitigated and protected. I went ahead and put a link out there for that. Yep, and uh, those watching, you see that they've highlighted the vulnerability in Adobe Cold Fusion and linked to that. Um, so they have you know, some links there in that blog post to try and make it easier for you to, to get patched up. So good to see the whole community is jumping on this fast. And I know that some of the other big, languages and everything they're still crawling along trying to get their updates people are talking smack about adobe cold fusion of course brad with his cape is on there saying what about this framework they haven't even mentioned it yet and they're they've got vulnerabilities and so yeah it's good to see everyone jumping on there 
Absolutely. And if you are, you know, wanting info, if you're not on the CFML Slack already, that's a great resource to go on there. Look through the chat, look through conversations. People are having different questions, different things. Read the blogs, but that's another great place to go and and just be plugged into what's going on. Yep. So next up, we have a, a podcast. And so Ben Nadell's been busy uh, enjoying his vacation, which he deserves after pod, uh, blogging like a, a true champion this last year. But he released a podcast with his podcast group. So the Working Code podcast, up to episode 54 already. So if you guys haven't, haven't been checking that out, it's great. Um, if you know, We try and mention it quite often, but go subscribe. Uh, they got a lot of great content there. It's not news like this. <clears throat> they tell stories and they have experiences and it's a, it's a good team. And so this one here, he talks about waking up the day before Thanksgiving after getting an emergency page about a failing API. So rushing to his desk, groggy-eyed, in various states of undress, uh, he jumped on the incident <laughs> channel in Slack. And basically, the next 30 hours was the manifestation of his worst nightmare. So, uh, yeah, go check this out. Uh, it's sort of inside that story. <laughs> but I like the title, We're So Quacked. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but like i said it's a good team uh, for those of you who have been around the conferences uh, uh adam tuttle carol hamilton tim cunningham ben Nadell, uh great people they've, they've spoken a lot of conferences and met them across you know across our little adventures in the cold fusion conference world so they've got a lot of experience and a lot of stories to tell so this podcast is really good they dive into all different types of things with different opinions so it's it's good to see and uh as Ben said, they're beautiful, beautiful people. Um, but yeah, yes. so definitely go check that out. Uh, it's a good podcast, uh, something to listen to, maybe on your quieter week this week. So yeah, but it's definitely a good one. And you know, I'm sure a lot of you can sort of relate to those those terrible 30 hour experiences. I've got a couple in my memory which stand out. I actually left a job because of one. I worked my butt off for 72 hours to pull a miracle out of the bag, and then the boss just talked crap behind my back the whole time. It was right after my uh, green card came through, so uh, <laughs> that was not a smart move. But, anyways. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of those too, and yep. I am much, much happier now. Yep, exactly. So, but that wraps it up for our blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. But, We've still got some jobs, so there's a few jobs here listed. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, silver positions available online at getcfmljobs.com, listing over 248 CF positions from 107 companies across 129 locations in five countries. Let me put the link here. Um, yep, and I'm sure actually my was able to, uh, Oh, you got it? Yep. So those are looking here. You see there's a lot of jobs. I think this is in the last year. So over 250 jobs posted in the last year. It's pretty pretty impressive. There's been three since our last episode. So we have a senior Cold Fusion developer, Latam, in Colon, Pennsylvania. We have a Cold Fusion developer in the United States. And then we have another one in Chennai. So uh, a couple of job postings there. A lot of good stuff here. You can search by country, type, look for keywords, and, uh, you know, obviously open up the new tab check them out uh, a lot of these come from different sites you'll see this one came from indeed so they pull them down from all different places um, you can find a lot more uh, information just by you know clicking through so it's a great way to to find jobs and you can you know definitely go go look there and another good thing is, is if you're wanting to you know post a job yourself you can post it directly on the site for free and they have twitter handles so you can follow those as well so very cool. Get that. Yeah, in fact, my uh, a buddy of mine was looking for a new job last month and found one watching our 
our podcast actually and applied and he starts next month. That's awesome. So <clears throat> yeah, that works. The podcast works. The job links works. Just Very go out cool. and take a look. Yep. And if you know of any other job sites out there that have different content or whatnot, let us know. And if you're publishing something, let us know. We're trying to share, you know, our goal is just to, to get people jobs, you know, like there's a lot of cold fusion jobs out there and people are leaving forever other languages and we want to show them there's plenty of good jobs out there still you know and we're Absolutely. becoming more of an expert these days because you know it's it's becoming more eh, how to find good people shall we say and so good people are rewarded for it so uh, and actually Audis is always looking for new people so if you're interested too then drop us a line reach out to somebody and we'll get you the email address to send it in and we'll we're always looking for new people our team is growing all the time as you can see, we had a couple of new Dans, Dan and Daniel lately. They've joined the team, and the oldest team has grown quite a bit this year. So uh, we're happy to keep growing, and uh, Big Happy Family is always looking for new additions. I'm going to post the link to our careers page. Perfect. Okay, so next up, we have our Forgebox module of the week. Tell us about this one, Daniel. Okay, so this is a command box CF Lint by Jason Steinshauer. Um, this is a command box module for linting your CFML code using the CFLint um, version 1.41. Now, Gavin, I've actually, embarrassingly enough, I've never really used CFLint. Um, I do use VS Code, but I can never quite take the time to get it configured properly. Now, do you use this? Yeah, I do actually. Um, one of the things that people don't like with most linting tools, if you've used uh, other things, is it throws fits if you don't have the right thing. So, you know, it's really good for, you know, finding your Vasco problems, or maybe you can set it up to have it so, you know, your hint, you're missing a hint for a function. And, you know, so it can really do a lot of different things. And so, what a lot of people get mad about is that t complains about stuff they don't want to, you know, worry about. And so the cool thing is, is when you're reporting it, you can have report levels. So you can just say, you know, just run this for a report level error. Like, don't worry about any of the warnings. I only really care about the really, really, really important things. Like there's an error. I need to make sure I fix this before I deploy it. And so you can run your reports with those levels. And the cool thing is, is that you can actually customize the rules that you're working with. So when you run the command, it defaults to all the rules, but you can actually, you know, create a file for it. And, and you'll see that the create HTML outputs here for those watching. So you can sort of see like, you know, it says on this line, we're missing a comment or this one's, this is, this one is uh, vascoped. It also can, you know, have stuff like this function is too complex or it's too long. You know, but if you go to the Autist Coding Conventions, uh, I'll share that link here in a minute. Uh, but we actually have some examples in there. So uh, Autist has a coding convention um, page on, I think it's on GitHub. And it has all sorts of different things. But inside there, we have some CFLint stuff. Um, so it's Autist Solutions Coding Standards is what it is. I'll share my screen again for those watching. But if you come down here, you can see we have CFLint. So it talks a little bit about that. And then in here, you'll see these are some of the rules. So, you know, it'll, like these are sort of some of the, the bigger rules. So avoid using CF include tag or avoid using CF abort tag. And I must let you know that this is for CFCs. It doesn't actually check CFM code. Uh, it just works on CFCs, I believe, right now. And so, but in here you can say, you know, make sure there's no aborts or there's no debugs or whatever before you push code out. And so you can choose the rules you want. So these are the ones that we want. There's actually more than this, but these are the ones that we usually have. 
And if you're doing a handler, you may want some different ones. So the, we actually have a handler version that we use as well sometimes. And so there's other stuff here. So you'll see a CFLint, CFLint handlers, um, but there's other stuff in here too, which is, it's a really good resource for, for all of that. But I, I actually use it a lot now. I've refined my little thing a little bit to match my company's, uh, uh, my client's rules. And so, yeah, I've got it building. Every time I build something now, it builds that out and spits it out. And I have a little script that spits out the errors by themselves and the warning and the errors. And that way I can go look and make sure each file, you know, you can go through and process it. So, um, yeah, I really like it. And like I said, it does take some refining to get it to be the way you want it, but I, I really like it. Well, we do have a question from Dan in the chat. Uh, he's asking, does it make a distinction between tags and scripts? And are there different rules for each? No, I, I don't think it makes a difference. It, it just, you know, passes through it. Um, and so the, the idea is, is like, instead of using, if you're using Callbox, you know, we use the don't use CF includes, you should probably use a, you know, a render view or something. So that's where that would kick in for that rule. But no, I don't believe it has any distinction between if it's tags or scripts. There might be. Um, but again, it's a really, really big project, really complicated in the way it works, but um, it's it's pretty good. And so definitely check it out. Um, and the cool thing is if you don't like a rule, take it out, you know, just don't take out all the ones that really help you, like <laughs> the security ones. But, you know, Absolutely. If, if, you, Would, if you, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask, but this looks awesome. I'm definitely gonna check it out to, um, this week. Now, would you also use CF format in conjunction with this, or uh, I use CF format as well? Or? But I mean, I don't, I don't sort of treat. Them, you know, they're they're different steps in the process. I definitely use CF format as well. But again, you want to make sure that your rules are set up the right way to do what you want it to do. And I have noticed a few things where it does bite you. And the main one is is like you know, Cold Fusion can handle double quotes inside of double quotes. But mm -hmm. um, when you're formatting, sometimes that could get in the way because if you've got because cold fusion inside pounds, you can have double quotes inside of that. But if you've got them inside of another double quotes, then it can freak out and format things wrong because of that. So even though cold fusion can handle you know quotes inside of quotes inside of quotes, doesn't mean uh, all the tools that you're using can. So anyway, just a, a side note there. I've noticed some some things, and it may even be the JS Beautify piece that I use for my my view. Um, formatting so but yeah I, I love all of these little tools so again That's that'll great. be part of my big uh, cf cast series when i finally get around to doing it so next year you already told us 2022 yeah something like that <laughs> <laughs> so, next next week 2022 yeah, exactly i'll get started right away <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah so cf lint is a, a cool little tool and that command box utility makes it easy to run from command box so Great. Next up, we have our VS Code hints, tips, and tricks of the week. And this one is an interesting one I just learned about today. And we've actually talked about one like this before. And this one is called Code Time. So I'm going to share my screen for those watching. Have you ever heard of this or thought about using something like this, Daniel? Um, I haven't heard of this one before you kind of showed me about it. I've looked at some other things and how to uh, measure metrics like this. Um, I've always kind of shed away, like, you know, how do you measure metrics? Is it lines of code? Is it characters? I, I don't know. I, I've never really found a good way. This looks pretty interesting, though. In fact, that's integrated right into VS Code. I really like. Um, so, Kota, it's an open source plugin for automatic programming metrics and time tracking in VS Code. Um, they have over 200,000 developers who use Code Time to reclaim time for focus, uninterrupted coding, 
protect valuable code time, stay in flow, kind of reading through it. It does have some really cool features um, that I'm actually interested in checking out. Yeah, I mean, it keeps track of like which projects you've been working on and stuff like that, which is kind of neat. Um, it has some data visualizations that builds into, so it's kind of show you like most daily active code time and stuff like that. Um, you can work together in your team. It's safe, secure, and free, which they say, you know, looking at this here. But I thought the interesting thing that I hadn't seen before is that flow, the automatic flow mode. And so when it does that, it basically silences distractions and prevents interruptions. And so you can learn about how to enable or delay, disable this automatic flow mode, but it'll actually like block Slack messages and, and all sorts of stuff like that if you want it to when you're in that flow. And so basically when you're like coding properly, you can either automatically sense that you're in a flow or you can say, hey, I'm in flow mode, don't bug me. But it can actually disable other things. So I thought that was pretty neat. Like a, that one, that's new to me. So it's it can be configured to, to shut down Slack notifications and another thing. So that's cool. that's. So it caught my eye too, actually. I'm like, ah, that could be very handy. Yeah. So, um, or not, depending who's trying to reach you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll still see it if you're distracted, but yeah, sometimes you get in that flow and it's kind of neat. So, but yeah, you can set up projects and it'll keep track of your time. And yeah, I'm kind of curious how it works. I know we looked at another one, I think it was called Quaka or something um, a while back, and it had some similar features, but um, the, the flow mode sounds pretty interesting to me. Because many apps and things popping up everywhere, like it'd be kind of nice to tell everything to be quiet. So that's why I like working yeah, late at night because everybody is quiet because they're all asleep. <laughs> I also like how it can just tell you. Like, can it also tell you, like, hey, I'm in flow mode? And it's like, really? It's, I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Okay, next up, we have our Patreon supporters. So thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Uh, I can't believe that we're we're basically right at that 100% mark. We've been over it a couple times this year, you know, but obviously subscriptions come and go. Uh, we're right right underneath that 100% mark. But, you know, we thank you guys for personally supporting us to, to make this podcast a you know, reality and then let Order Solutions spend their funds on other things like Command Box and Cold Box and Forge Box and Test Box and all the other boxes. So really appreciate that. And uh, if you want to find out more, you can go to patreon.com slash autosolutions, and then you'll see all our packages. We've got some pretty cool stuff over there at Patreon. And so what are some of the perks they can get, Daniel? Yeah, so now we are offering annual memberships. You pay for the year and save 10%, which is awesome for businesses. But based on some of the different packages, your bronze packages and up, you now get a Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscription as a perk for your Patreon subscription. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community site, the Ordis community site. We should probably put a link on there for that as well. We were just talking about that today, Gavin. Yep. Um, also, all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on that community site. So lots of perks for supporting us. And when you support us, really, you're supporting yourself because we love supporting you. So it's all very supportive. <laughs> Organic. Yeah. And so the link, I'm going to get the link right here for those watching. I'll actually share my screen for a minute and show it because we don't show yeah, it enough. It's... But yeah, so if you look at the Autos community, it's a, it's a nice blog. That's no, a blog forum. So you can see the latest stuff, when things are happening, different sections too. So you can look at community stuff or based on certain products or box modules or loose extensions. You can look at announcements and events. And you can see there's you know a lot of familiar faces popping up here as well. So... That's a, it's a 
good little setup, and we moved away from the Google, the Google forms, trying to bring everything together and sort of connect things a little more because it definitely needs to to have that. So, but here's the the link here for the Autos Community site. I'm sharing it right now. Or did you already do that? Nope. Okay. Autos. No, I did not. I wanted to, but maybe that is a resolution for I can make as well to be more active on there. Something we can all make. Yeah. It's just, there's always so much to do. You know, we've got lots of different channels and lots of things going on, but, uh, but yeah, so very cool. Well, thank you all Patreons. Uh, we really you know appreciate you. And don't forget if you guys have got budget left over and you want to spend it, that business that save 10% for the year is always a good way to blow your budget. I mean, help us use your budget wisely. <laughs> so, help us help you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember if you don't use it, you lose it next year. They won't let you have it back. So spend it so but so let me try and uh mispronounce all these names here for our lovely patreon supporters so thank you john wilson from synaptrix eric hoffman gary knight mario rodriguez giancarlo gomez david bellinger jonathan perrett jethro mcgee from sunstar media dean wander joseph lamary don bellamy jan yannick Laxmar Tirohadi, Calvin Stanton, Dan Card, Jeremy Adams, Jordan Clark, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck from Agri-Tracking Agri Systems, Ben Nadell, Mingo Hagen, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Dager, Jeff McLean, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mungi, Kevin Wright, and Stephen Klotz. So we've got lots of great supporters there. Thank you to each and every one of you. And if you go to autosolutions.com slash about dash us slash sponsors, you can see them all there and they're pretty pictures if they have them. So uh, we really appreciate everybody who's uh, supporting us, whether it be through Patreon, through issues, through the Slack forums, the community site, you know, it's really good to have an active community around us. And uh, we really do, you know, we really do appreciate it, and we want to do more with the community, right, Daniel? Absolutely. So, yeah, so reach out, get in touch. Um, yeah, let us know what else we can do or what else you're needing, and, you know, maybe we can uh, try and help make us all better developers, right? Yep, find us on uh, everywhere, the community site, Slack, CFML Slack, Orta Slack, we're everywhere. Just reach out and say hello. Yep, and Brad's always on Twitter. Just say Cold Fusion, and, and then Brad Wood will show up. If you say it three times, uh, he might show up mean. But <laughs> Cold Fusion, Cold Fusion, Cold Fusion. Well, I, I got to get a little buzzer that I push and say, what did you say? From Brad or something. <laughs> anyway, so everybody, uh, hope you all had a good Christmas, and uh, you know, best of luck with your New Year's. And, yeah, hopefully you guys can share some of those resolutions with us too. And, um, yeah, Happy New Year. Maybe you guys can get some of those done. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Gavin. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody in CFM land. Yep. <laughs> Be safe. Have a happy, safe holiday. Yep. Have a good one, everybody. See you next year. See you next year. Bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.